are tuned into the greatest. Turn the music up in the headphones. Tim, you can go and brush your shoulder off. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you feeling like a pimp, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies and pimps too, go and brush your shoulders off. Crazy baby, don't forget that boy told your kid. Turn up your shoulders. I'm probably yo with the y'all. Probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things. That go with the Porsche. Feeling no remorse. Feeling like my hand was false. Middle finger to the Good evening, everybody. Sorry for the delay. This is your host, Money Sue Herringbone, joined always by my co-host, Joey Leroy. Joey, how the hell are you? Joey, there? Hey, Joey, you there? Oh, I'm doing, ex- I'm doing extremely well. I'm no, beginning to wonder the hell to unmute me. Wow, well, Blog Talk is playing all kinds of games. Hey, Blog yeah. Talk is playing all types of games. Now, it took me about 20 minutes to even call in. The, the call kept uh, kept going busy. I started t- trying about 8.42, and I just got, uh, just got on. Uh, literally like 30 seconds ago, so hopefully uh, Don's playing games with us tonight. Yeah. So anyways, Joey, how the hell are how, how you doing tonight? I'm doing extremely well, right? So far. How about you having a little bit better week than last week? Not, log- not locked out or anything? Oh, I'm extremely better than last week. I mean... Well, that's good. That's good to hear. It's been a uh, it's been a long week, and uh, looking forward to this radio show tonight. Uh, I understand that uh, that you have a new special award to give out here later in the show. Yes. Now oh, we'll be looking forward to that, and I'm sure our listeners are uh, are looking forward to that too. Now uh, we uh, we want to thank all of our listeners. Uh, I know most of you have to catch the replay because it is only. Uh, nine o'clock in the Eastern time. And I know it's only six o'clock in the West coast. And uh, a lot of you guys are just getting home from work and sitting down for dinner. So we, we appreciate, we appreciate all the replay listeners and, uh, and everything like that. And like I said, if there's anything specific you want us to talk about, uh, hit up Joey or myself in our inboxes and we will, uh, we'll be glad to, uh, we had to glad to touch upon it. I got a couple uh, questions for Joey and myself that, uh, some of our listeners asked in regards to uh, SummerSlam and uh, WWE, so we'll get to that in a few minutes here. So, uh, so anyways, let's step right on to it, Joey. We missed uh, last week. You caught the show. Uh, you caught you caught the show uh, in the very uh, probably the last ten minutes of the show, and uh, a lot of my uh, a lot of our fans out there. So, uh, Joey, basically the air is yours right now. Give, give me uh, give me your thoughts. Uh, on SummerSlam, if you enjoyed the mat, the, the card, what you thought of each match, what the big surprises for you were, what the big problems you had with the card was, and uh, we'll go from there, Joey. So the air is yours, my man. Oh, uh, let's see. Starting off with the opening bout, which is on the pre-show, which I don't understand why. It's all the way there. But the six-man tag, the Hardys, Jason Jordan versus the uh, Miz Taraj. I don't know why the fuck they call that full. 
but it seems to be a major disappointment because the IC title is not on the line again at SummerSlam, which is disappointing enough as it is that the card is right to par. But what can I say? On to the Cruiserweight Championship. Well, I was expecting Akira Tozawa to retain because, I mean, Neville did have a very good run with the title. It does give him an opportunity to move up to greater fame, but Neville regained the title. So we're expected to see, like, a few potential few going on. Speaking of regaining the titles, the Usos have regained the tag team titles from the New Day, which more than likely the feud's going to continue. They're going to, like, play hot potato a little bit with the belts for here and there. Now, the John Cena versus Baron Corbin match, I am a bit shocked at first. I mean, I was plated that John Cena would lose at this year's SummerSlam like he did the last six. Well, of course, it's punishment for the whole fuck-up on that main event seven years back at that SummerSlam match. On to title changes. Continuing the title changes, Natalia has beaten Naomi very much like I predicted weeks ago. Natalia is well-deserved. Yeah, I did mention that Natalia is going to be taking the women's championship from SmackDown Naomi weeks ago. It's about time they built her properly, extremely well. Cats versus Show went accordingly halfway. I did say Cats is going to beat the big show. Enzo Amore didn't turn heel, though, which was uh, disappointing. Randy beat Rusev in a squash match. Another title changed hands. Sasha Banks regains the Women's Championship from Raw from Alexa Bliss, and we'll get to that in a moment. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt did go extremely according to plan. Both of them have been long overdue rematches for their respective world titles. And we're going to see Finn Balor proceed somewhat down the road. Meanwhile, Bray is gradually getting buried and buried by the company. Now let's go to the unexpected turn of events for the tag team titles on the Raw side. I've kind of expected that the Ambrose and Rollins win by disqualification. But, of course, they won the match and the titles, which I'm pretty shocked. I mean, I would have expected that Cesaro and Sheamus would retain it in some fashion. But who knows? Where that feud's going, it's actually getting extremely well. AJ versus Owen. And it's a good thing AJ did retain the title, because if you think about it, who the fuck wants to play hot potato with the belt? Very much like the Women's Championship, like over the past several months leading up to WrestleMania. Like I said about Shinsuke Nakamura 
ever gaining the WWE Championship, I did say it would go, like, both ways, accordingly. One hand, Shinsuke would walk out as WWE Champion. However, on the other, gender would have the Sting brothers interfere somewhere in the match. And nine times out of ten, I was right about the interference. And gender retains. And on to the fatal four-way, and like I said, anything could have happened. I was pushing for Samoa Joe to win the match so that he could feud with Brock. But then again, I also did mention that Brock Lesnar could literally walk out of SummerSlam with the Universal title, which nine times out of ten, he's going to, like, hold on to it until, like, Survivor Series, if not sooner. And we're going to get to that feud quite shortly. Back to you. All right. And you know what? Uh, you and I did our predictions a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I think we were pretty close on with, uh, although I did predict a, uh, Ambrose and Wallings to win those tag team titles. So uh, I'll pat mm-hmm. myself on the back for that. Um, and anybody out there, if you are in the chat room or trying to call in, uh, blog talk is playing uh, not very nice tonight. So uh, uh, if I ignore you, I am sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's a connection in my area or what's going on, but uh, I'm just having a lot of lot of trouble with blog with blog talk radio tonight. But uh, anyways, Joey, as you were saying, uh, it made sort of some very uh, some very interesting. Uh, Monday Night Raw and some new feuds coming on. So uh, let's get right to Monday Night Raw here. Um, basically, what I want to talk about is what everybody's talking about right now. Is, uh, is is WWE in desperate times right now? Is Vince and Triple H desperate because, or is they, or is just John? They know something we don't know, and John Cena is on his way out for good because uh, I was expecting for the whole Roman Reigns John Cena for some type of title at WrestleMania, and we're going to get it in about three weeks now. Mm. Well, when I first So what do you think about that, that, Jake? When I first heard that John Cena is going to be, like, returning to Raw for a bit because he's doing the whole free agent thing, I was kind of expecting him to at least start a program with Samoa Joe. That feud has been, like, four months overdue ever since WrestleMania. Everybody has been expecting that Samoa Joe would be going over to face John Cena on SmackDown. But he went to Raw, which was pretty understandable. And if the whole purpose for John Cena to return to Raw is to, like, put over Roman Reigns like no mercy, it's kind of pointless if you think about it. Especially if he's considering having to feud with some of the wrestlers that he hasn't, like, faced in the company personally. And I mean, Samoa Joe and John Cena are natural-born rivals, and they are destined to square off at least until, like, Survivor Series, and then maybe, just maybe, they can go over to the whole John Cena and Roman Reigns, like, such and such, leading up to WrestleMania, what is it, like, 35, I think? 34? Something like that, somewhere down the road? Meanwhile... I kind of expected a Roman Reigns heel turn and a John Cena heel turn somewhere. I mean, one of the two's got to turn. 
sooner or later. What's your opinion? Uh, I'll screen a call, Joey. So what was your question again? Oh, your opinion regarding a potential turn of John Cena and or Roman Reigns. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think, I think, uh, well, we, you do know Samoa Joe is out for four to six weeks. Um, I think, uh, I think Vince, obviously Vince has his plans. I'm really not quite sure if it's Triple H or if he agrees or not. I'm assuming he does, but, but I, I don't think there's going to be changing any Vince's mind that he is putting the company squarely on the shoulders of Roman Reigns. Uh, I think Cena will get over on Roman Reigns, or Cena will put Roman Reigns over. And I think it's starting to work a little bit too because uh, uh, Roman got some actually some really good positive pop for the promo he cut on uh, Monday Night Raw this week. Mm. So, uh, so that, that, that's my thoughts on on that right there. Uh, I think this will probably be the last that we see of. Uh, Cena for a while. I'm sure he'll be involved in WrestleMania in some some capacity, whether it's an impromptu match or a uh, maybe a late entrance in the Royal Rumble again. But probably just depending on what's going on in his personal life now. And you know, I'm sure he's going to get married soon. I'm sure he has movies in the way and uh, mm-hmm. and that. So uh, I, I would say it's a no brainer that uh, that Roman Reigns defeats uh, John Cena at the next pay per view. Um, possibly maybe a no contest, and then they finish the feud out on uh, on uh, Monday Night Raw. But uh, I think with uh, Samoa Joe going down, uh, there was probably just no uh, no other direction to take it right now. Um, and obviously, I think going back to Brock Lesnar, I think uh, with what the guy that wanted to fight him uh, testing positive performance enhancing that uh, I think Brock Lesnar's UFC days are, are over as well. So, mm. so anyway, what else do you think we need to talk about on the Monday Night Raw aspect? Well, speaking of Brock Lesnar, he's going to be facing Braun Strowman at no mercy. It's been long overdue, especially Especially, by the way, Braun Strowman has been, like, booked over the past couple of years. With or without the watch, he is still a very dominant, powerful wrestler. The company finally started taking him seriously. And if anyone, not Roman Reigns yet, would be taking the universal title from Brock, it would be Braun. I mean, sure, he does not have, like, the mic skills like some of the other was well, not made to be an egotistical heel with no charisma, considering he's built as a powerhouse. But at least anything could get Brock Lesnar, who more than likely is going to be holding on to the titles and, like, maybe leaving the company for a bit until another big-ass pay-per-view like he does every time he wins the championship, especially the WWE title the last time he won a world championship. So as long as somebody takes that title off of Brock, it would have been a major fucking miracle. I agree agree with you. I I can't. I just don't see right now. um, I don't see Braun Strowman uh, 
taking the belt off Brock Lesnar right now. And I think they got to be really, really careful with how they book Strowman and Lesnar because um, they they don't want to turn Strowman into basically what they turned uh, Rusev into. He an unbeatable force. All the men, all of a sudden, uh, sort of like Bray Wyatt as well, an unstoppable force, and all of a sudden never wins a match. So. Uh, I think they need to be really, really, really careful with that one. Uh, now, I, before I bring on my caller, Joe, uh, Joey, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, and you seemed like you were pretty perturbed at it, a little bit about the uh, the women's situation on Raw. Yes. Hmm. Well, go ahead. It's all you, buddy. What do you think about Alexa Bliss regaining the title? I'm actually in favor of Alexa Bliss regaining the title, especially how she has lost the title for the past couple of weeks. And if they're not going to play hot potato, which I pray to fucking God they don't, I mean, Alexa Bliss does have a very good run with the title. I mean, you got to consider As a heel, she does have a tendency of calling herself a goddess. She's very good behind the mic. And I expected her title run to run at least in Till no mercy, if not the next pay per view. What is, I think it's Hell in a Cell. That's afterward. More or less Survivor Series. I mean, if they're gonna like play the hot potato with the title again, like they did Sasha and Charlotte last year, that's gonna make the women's title like the value losing value. As long as what I was pushing for is either a Sasha Banks or a uh, like a Bailey heel turn somewhere down the road, and with Nia Jackson learning herself in the picture, I could see Alexa Bliss getting a long reign out of it after she retained yeah, against Sasha. I think that they. Uh... I think just because of the crowd reaction and some stuff uh, lately, I think they they pulled all this out to uh, turn Alexa Bliss into uh, a to a face, basically. Or because, they're pushing yeah because Naya or because Alexa Bliss is very good as a heel, and even if she does, you know what happens to heels that turn face. More than likely, yeah. they're not going to go anywhere. Yet, if a face turns heel, yeah, it's actually very successful, like Neville, for example. Plus, there is a backstage rumor that uh, Nia Jax's big push now is due to her cousin. We all know who her cousin is in the company, right? Yeah, The Rock, obviously. Well, Roman Reigns as well. Well, not technically, but... You get the point. Yeah. They always say yeah. that Roman Reigns and the Rock are related, even though... Aren't they all, aren't so they all related, the Rock, the Usos, Roman Reigns, all them? Related because of the whole Blood Brothers thing and their grandfathers and that shit. Which yeah. Yeah. combines two of the Samoan families. Okay, Jay, before I bring on my call... Before I bring on my caller right here, uh, last thing on this Raw I want to talk about is Enzo Mori going to the Cruiserweight division. What do you think real quick? Well, 
it's a make or break for Enzo Amore. If you think about it, he does have charisma, but considering that he is being considered potentially as the Marty Jannetty of the uh, Enzo and Cass, Big Cass is going to get pushed into the mid-card up into the world championship run. Whereas Enzo would end up either being like a jobber to the stars, going the road he's going, or potentially starting a program with Adrian Neville in the Cruiserweight Championship situation. And I'm pretty sure the Cruiserweight division would be essential for Enzo to get himself on track if he's going to be a single star. And I'm pushing Kalisto to also be added to 205 Live, which that company sure as hell hasn't done yet. And I could pretty much be disappointed. But then again, who could blame us? I agree with I agree with you. Um, anyways, back. I want to welcome on uh, our first caller of the night. Uh, been a pretty faithful listener here as of late. So uh, the incredible me, incredible me. What's going on tonight, my buddy? Uh, what's what's going on, y'all? I actually, I've been listening. I agree with a lot of the a lot of your points there. The uh, Enzo to really at this point, Enzo to really survive without Big Cass kind of has to go to the cruiserweights. He just he's I mean he's got he's got good mic skills, but honestly, he's just too small to fight. He, yeah. He's just too small to compete in the heavyweight division. And he's yeah. Yeah, well obviously uh obviously that was a uh plan B when uh, Big Cass got hurt. He wasn't really supposed to win that match, I don't think. You guys agree with me? <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was yeah. that was that was gonna be another that was gonna be another big cast beating the shit out of him though. <laughs> it yeah. really yeah, that's yeah. Uh, as far as Brock, I really think he holds on to the title to WrestleMania. I mean, the, uh, I want, I really think it's going to be Roman Reigns, uh, Lesnar. So, yeah, I really think it's going to be Roman oh, Reigns, yeah. Lesnar as their main event for that. Um, as far as Cena as a heel turn, there's just, there's no way at this point they can turn Cena into a heel. And he's just, no, did you see, did you see his recent commercial with, uh, with his, with the cricket wireless? Yeah, yeah, and that's the, the that's yeah, the no point they can't do. It. The, no dude is, the, the dude is just too nice. Like I, yeah, I I often say like I'm I kind of hope behind the cameras he like kicks puppies or something because the dude is just nobody can be this nice. <laughs> well, we saw we saw yeah. on Total Divas. If you watch Total Divas, he really doesn't like dogs, so that's one good thing. That's right. bad well, I guess we can say about it. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, the, but I think. Uh, at, at the same time, there's a sea of Cena. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they well, don't really. Well, they don't really need him in me real quick. Uh, both of you guys can answer this question, actually. Uh, so I would say someone asked me. Well, actually, someone asked, and uh, this question was for uh, for me and Joey. And incredible me, you can answer it too. Uh, I'll give my answer as uh, true. Um, but the question was for us. Uh, it actually says, "Hey, money. Uh, when you guys do your weekly re- report on your show this week, uh, how about playing a little true/false question here? The, the question is true or false. John Cena will never get to the 17th title reign in WWE, and I say that answer is true. I, I don't think he gets it. 
Oh, I think it's false. I think he gets there. I think he's 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 just he's done too much. Yeah, he's done too much for them for for Vince not to give it to him. Just just in my own opinion, I say yeah, I think he gets it. He's only what one away. I, I, yeah, but the only reason I say he don't get it is I think he is going to get hammered with a Hollywood schedule. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll come back. He'll 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 come back. He'll do a quick. Uh, He'll come back. He'll do. A, he'll do the Goldberg route. He has one more title run in him, and then he just he just kind of goes on his way. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, I think they. I think they. I think they Goldberg him and give him and give him one more little run. I think you're right though. I think Roman Reigns goes over on him on no at no mercy, and it's it's sad that they kind of feel like they have. But I think they kind of feel like they have to do it. And yeah. Cause the promo we cut the the promo Reigns cut this last draw was it was probably the best one he's done so far, and Absolutely. it's a little it's Absolutely. a little it's a little fourth wall breaking there. But honestly, by now, if any fan that doesn't know that it's scripted is and and doesn't know that these guys are actors is really just delusional is a delusional idiot at this point. Right. Well, and it leads me to my next thing is. Uh, and I don't know if it's Vince or and if, if Triple H has any pull on it or what, but it, it seems to me that they're too worried about the whole uh, the whole getting over thing. Because if you look at it, you, so so take John Cena out of the picture right now, and I would say that your your top five on Raw, without a doubt, are Roman Reigns, Lesnar, um, Strowman. Uh, well, so Joe is in there, but he's out. He's out of the picture now. He's out for a while. Uh, so you got Strowman, Lesnar, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, six, The Miz, and uh, Rawlings and Ambrose. Now, besides Rawlings and Ambrose, which, you, which you're getting all the love from the crowd, all four of those guys have their fans and they have the people that cheer against them. I mean, if you go if you go to a show, I mean, the Miz gets the Miz gets a ton of cheers. As the, right. the as, Miz, you know, is... he, he's probably fifty fifty. As is all the rest of them guys fifty fifty. So uh, on crowd mm-hmm. reaction. The Miz is probably this is just my own opinion, but Miz, the Miz is probably the best heel working right now. Just, yeah, and that's kind of falling for him too because he has a lot of people cheering for him too. But well, if you're good at what you do, then then people cheer. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, he's there's there's a lot to like about him. I mean, I don't. I had a hard time coming around to the Miz camp, but I've kind of because I just didn't like him before. I, I I didn't like the character, and I didn't think his skill set was that great. But he's gotten either – I'm not sure if either I was wrong or he's just gotten better. It could be either way there, honestly. All right, I got one yeah. more question here in the e- emails from some of our uh, from some of our fans here on our show. Uh, this question is for, for Joey and myself. Okay, uh and it actually kind of touches on the last question I asked about John Cena. Um, currently, John Cena is a 16-time heavyweight champion. Randy Orton is a 14 or a 13-time heavyweight champion, and Triple H is a 14-time heavyweight champion. Five years from now, when we ask this question, what will the number of championship runs for these three be? Oh, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll let you guys answer my bad. No, go, oh, ahead. Okay. go ahead. Go ahead first. Uh, um, go ahead, incredible me. Go I think Cena, I think Cena will 
get the, who do we have? Reigns, Cena, and, or no, Orton, Cena, and Triple H. Um, uh, Orton, Cena, and Triple H. Uh, yeah, I think I think Triple H. I think we've seen the last of him. He's he's going to show up at WrestleMania and he's going to do gimmick matches here and there. But I think I think you've really seen the last of him as an active wrestler. I agree. I agree. And he doesn't and he doesn't need to be. A lot. Of, I, I hate to say it, but a lot of these attitude guys. They, they, there's enough talent there that the old guard can. The old guard doesn't really need to be there anymore. Um, I, and they can go do whatever they want. The uh, Orton, I don't know. Orton, to me, he'll probably have another title run or two in him, but Orton, Orton to me, is just, uh, he's kind of, he's kind of that filler guy. Like, you, if you don't know what you're going to, if they don't know exactly what they're going to do, they'll, uh, with the title, they're just, they'll just hand it to Orton until they can figure out, figure out what to do with it. Because I mean, he's popular. Right. He's got a good skill set. He's entertaining on the mic, but he's not—he's not really the A lister. He's not really that A level anymore. And he, he still gets—he so still he, gets the top. So does he get the sixteen title reigns? You think? Yeah, yeah. He gets—he gets at least one more. He won't get this. I mean, he won't get to seventeen. Cena will get to seventeen. I'm—I'm I'm not sure when, but they just. I don't want to say they owe it to him, but he's just for everything that he has done, and just because he's been the face of WWE for uh, at least a decade now, probably longer, uh, then then they'll give it to him just as just for services rendered. I guess. Uh, all right, Jay, what do you think there? Well, let's see. To answer the first question, I'm going to say John Cena is going to end up with 17 world championships. And if you think about it, it's a pretty two-sided coin. I mean, John Cena will end up as a 17-time world champion because rumors are after his little program, they're not going to bring him back to back down to win the WWE championship from Jinder Mahal. But you got to consider... And if we're going to keep him on Raw for a little bit while longer and he can actually capture the Universal title, and well, knowing him, he's known to bury some wrestlers. It's been like that for over a year. Of course, actually over a decade, on Triple H, Triple H's career as an active wrestler has been deteriorated long ago. And we're going to keep Triple H at 15 world championship. He was only one shy of 16. He ain't right. be able to get another world championship again, especially the rate he's going and not to mention he is in the corporate offices now, which he gets paid more. Right. Right. And for Randy, right. Randy would be somewhere between 14 and 15. And if you think about it, it does seem a little bit cliche for Randy to end up as a world champion, but since he's gradually being a part-timer, serving the company for, like, since 2002, like 15 years, Randy Orton does, he used to be, like, young, energetic, full-time, he beat Chris Benoit being the youngest world champion. 
But now as time passes by and he's pushing closer to retirement in the near future, I could see Randy being like at 14 or 15 world championships. So, yeah, and I and I read I read the other day somewhere that he he asked for uh x amount of weekends off per year now. So so he he may he may just be still want to ride out to the sunset as well. Um we'll get over to the uh We'll get over to the SmackDown side here real quick. And incredible me, I'm going to keep you on the line for the SmackDown here, so you can give us your insight. Um, oh, you know, I'm a little disappointed. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in SmackDown, to be honest with you, with a couple different things. But uh, I'll let you guys lead the conversation with SmackDown, and I'll chime in. But the only thing I want to say about SmackDown is um, my, the, my, the primarily reason of my disappointment is um, they bring back uh, Shelton Benjamin. And on on a like I said on a show that's kind of struggling for matches right now, and and they team him up with uh, with Chad Gable. Uh, I, I don't get that one, so uh, so I'm a little frustrated with SmackDown. But uh, go ahead, Joey. So we're going to talk about SmackDown here. Well, first of all, let's go to the whole Shelton Benjamin and the Chad Gable thing. I mean. If they're going to break up like the American Alphas, at least turn like one of them heel first and then move Jason Jordan over to Raw later on down the road. They pretty much fucked up the whole breaking up the tag team portion since the majority of the WWE tag teams have been ended with betrayal. Having Shelton Benjamin team with the Chad Gable, but only to have him turn heel somewhere later down the road, it's kind of pointless once you think about it. I mean, Sean what do you think it's better than me? Sorry, I, I, I didn't think The world champion should say it. See, uh, I don't think that the problem with part of the problem with WWE, I think, is that they bring these guys in and they don't really they don't really know what to do with them. The, uh, the they put Sheldon Benjamin with Gable because they don't. They wanted to read. Just my opinion. They wanted to reintroduce him, and they wanted to kind of ease him in. But they don't really. They 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 don't really know what to do with the talent. I mean, they, he's too good to just let go to somewhere else. If he becomes available, you sign him. I get it, but I don't think they have any idea what to actually do with him once he's there. Uh, which brings me to my next question is, you know, we're, we're nowhere, we're, we're past SummerSlam, we're nowhere near WrestleMania, we're nowhere near the Royal Rumble. Um, why, why, why are we getting Shane McMahon wrestling again shoved down our throats? Yeah, uh, you know, I enjoy seeing Shane perform maybe twice a year, but you know, now, now he's going to be feuding with Kevin Owens probably at the next SmackDown pay per view, and, and and I just don't get why. Because it's entertaining. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, that's all I can yeah. think of. There's, I think, I haven't seen numbers or ratings, but just my own guess is that SmackDown is struggling a little bit. And then, I, I agree. And and to tell you the truth, I, I can't see why, because the Usos and the New Day are cutting classic promos and classic matches. So that that right there is enough that should be pushing SmackDown 
over the edge, but it just doesn't seem like it's going well over there. Well, they have they have a lot to be proud of. I mean, they they have a lot to offer. Shinsuke is a Shinsuke Nakamura and yep. Bobby, but Bobby Roode coming up and coming to SmackDown, I think is going to be a nice push for them. Right? I think that's I agree. just the yeah. just the reaction he gets from the crowd is is just is well is glorious for lack of yeah just just for the play on words yep. we'll go with nope. that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, he's All right, guys, anything else? Just, hmm. Go ahead, bud. Oh, fuck. I don't, the, uh, you guys asked me last week what my WrestleMania pick was for out of SmackDown. I'm just my own – for my title for, for out of there, I really think it's going to be Nakamura and Bobby Roode. The, uh, for the title, huh? Bobby Roode – Bobby Roode is is going to end up getting the uh, is going to end up getting the push that they were going to give to Baron Corbin until Corbin decided that going on Twitter and, and talking shit was a good idea. Right, right. Um, um, anything else? I really want to touch I, on SmackDown. No, I can't think. Of, I'm trying to think of what else is going on over there. I, I haven't really watched. Aside, honestly, I, I watch for Bobby Roode at this point, and and once he's done, once he's done his thing, I kind of go off and do other stuff right now. It's just as do I. Yeah, as do I. I kind of, I kind of catch a few things on there, and um, and um, yeah, and that's uh, that's basically about it. But uh, I, I will be actually, you know, uh, looking forward to the. Um, Nakamura Orton match next week. Oh, yeah, that's going to be pretty uh, good. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be good. I, I can't, I can't tell you the, I can't probably tell you the last time that I watched Randy Orton in the ring and he did not perform well in a match. So I think, uh, I will see how. Uh, you know, I, I basically I think um, when Cena and Nakamura fought that, I think I think Nakamura was a little nervous in that match. He he had a couple. Uh, Couple bad spots, and I'm not even talking about the one where he dropped Cena on his neck because that was probably Cena fault. But uh, we'll see how he does in the ring with Orton on, a, on performing performing wise. I'm talking, you know, I, and I'm anxious to see who goes over in that match as well. So, because like I said, mm-hmm. I think, and I agree with some of you guys. I say I think uh, I think Nakamura is going to have his moment, but I, I don't think it's going to be till WrestleMania. So. <sighs> I just, I'm, just for my own personally, I'm, I'm just a little tired of watching. I, I, I hope Mahal drops the title before then. I get, I get why they put it on him, but he just doesn't. I don't know. He just doesn't do it for me. I guess. And it, his, his promos are just, they're, they're better than they were, but they're still not great. Right. All right. Incredible me before that was our WWE report. So I got a couple more questions in the inbox, but we'll get to those next week. But uh, anything you want us to, uh, anything you'd like to talk about in the world of WU now while, while we got you on the line? Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I actually came with I actually came with a purpose tonight. I came to uh, I came to promote the. Uh, I'm doing Papa Shaker and I have have reopened for. For those of you who haven't seen the scene, Papa Shaker and I have reopened Fortunate Ones Wrestling Academy. It was it was the first company both him and I started out in. We it ran for oh, it ran for a long time, and it was 
we're it was at one time a great place to be and we're we're building back towards that again. We're just doing we're just keeping things simple this time. There aren't gonna be we're we're not gonna do much. We're gonna have tags, we're gonna do a couple mm-hmm. events here and there, a couple tourneys. You're not going to see big things from us because we're not going to do a lot. But we'll, what we do, what little we do, we are going to do very, very well. The uh, as far as I mean, just straight details on it. You got to honestly, you, you got to kind of talk to Shaker on that. He's it's his building, it's his ring. He's the guy who signs the paychecks. I'm just the I'm I'll be yeah I'll be running tags. Brunette Stranger will have a show. I believe that we have Double Freaking A doing, uh, doing. I, I, I honestly have no idea. Right now, he just kind of hangs out in his office. He's a little creepy, I got to tell you. But the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm uh, sure we'll find. I'm sure we'll find. I'm sure we'll find him something to do. Yeah, well, big shout out for you guys doing that. That was actually one of the, uh, probably one of the first three companies I was in, and I think I remember being recruited. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, if if you know or not, but I think I was recruited by a guy named Matt Piledriver to be in that company. Yeah. Matt Piledriver was the original. Well, Matt Piledriver was the was the second owner of the company. The original owner was a guy by the name of TGO, but he really, I call him the original owner, but really he he had it for like a month, and then Matty, and then Matt, and then Piledriver got it. Yeah, Piledriver got me too. It was uh, I was just coming out of Moose Jaw, I think is what the original. Yeah, I believe I was just coming out of Moose Jaw wrestling when he. Uh, yeah. When he found as was as was I, yeah. So uh, yeah, I spent yeah I spent a little bit of time in uh, Fortunate Ones back in the day, and uh, when I saw you guys reopen, I was glad to join back up. So I'm looking forward to that. So uh, anything else you want to plug while we got you on the line, there, buddy? Uh, not at the moment. No, I think that's I think that's what I got for a moment. For yeah, I think that's what I got. All right, all right, man. Well, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. All right, yeah, thanks, guys. Much appreciated, man. Later, yo. Later. All right, everybody. That was the the incredible me uh, opening up his uh, him and Papa Shaker opening up the big. Uh, Fortunate Ones Wrestling Academy. So, like I said, Money Susan, the company. So, uh, if you have an open spot, uh, give it a try. Uh, for especially all you uh, old school uh, guys that have been here a long time, you'll probably remember the name. So, anyways, uh, uh, Joey, did you catch the uh, did you catch the uh, Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight? Oh yes. What you think of that? And I am. Well, it was pretty close. I mean, he's like getting his ass handed to him, Floyd Mayweather was, throughout the entire boxing match. But to, well, you got to consider Conor McGregor is being in a sport that he's rarely in, you know, like CM Punk with mixed martial arts. Of course, he's going to be ended yep. up losing his first match, and all it takes right. is he was all exhausted. He's all out, and Floyd wins it round ten. Yeah, I thought uh, you know I, I thought McGregor. I thought it was entertaining. Uh, it definitely wasn't a waste of uh, money, and I actually had a credit from Directv, so. I bought it instead of uh, everyone else to try to fire stick it. And in my hometown, everybody that tried to fire stick it uh, 
the main event blacked out on them. So, so uh, the reason the reason the money the reason the fights cost so much on DirecTV is because everybody tries to fire stick them. But uh, they, I guess it turned out in, not in your fit in their favor this time. So, uh, anyways, entertaining. I think McGregor did a good job. Uh, they both made a ton of money, so they're both probably happy with that. So uh, I'd still like to see McGregor show up in the WWE one time, and I think he will. I think he's great on the mic. So. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, he would make a How great about, uh, deal. You know what? And uh, I agree with you. And I think we'll see that too. But uh, anyways, I got a uh, email question here, uh, inbox question here from uh, WU asking: jo- Is Joey Leroy a college football fan? Yes. <laughs> okay. Then that, if yes, they want to know who your preseason top four is in the. Uh, Three, four favorite to make the playoffs this year. Um, let's see. The preseason playoffs this year. So basically, they're wanting my pick for the top four for the entire season, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because if that's the case, then I would more than likely hear Alabama, as always, Florida, as always, I'm going to say Michigan, and there's going to be a wild card. And I know my fighting Irish ain't going to do good this year, so it's going to be more you than likely. Name fan? Be... Yep. Yeah, yeah, I root for Notre Dame. I'm going to say more than likely but... the game cost would be in it this year. Of course, it's always going to be like Florida and like Alabama. Alabama has the most. Yeah. What do you think of record uh, currently? What do you What do you think of your former uh, quarterback Malik Zaire getting ready to start for the Gators this year? You sell out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's understandable why you're changing schools. I mean, look. Travel distances. Uh, you move to a new place. Of course, you're gonna move to a new conference. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, so uh, that's something we can add to our show, Joey. We can give our weekly, uh, we can give our weekly uh, college football report. So uh, you know, obviously this week mm-hmm. everybody's looking forward to the Al- everybody's looking forward to the Alabama Florida State game. Uh, I got Alabama. I got Alabama winning uh, 35-14. What do you got? I'm going to say it's going to be a major upset, but I'm going to say Florida State, and I'm going to say like uh, 36 to 34. It's going to take a miracle right. to Bama, considering they have been like on a notorious winning streak every season, especially in the finals. And of course, yep, the well, there you game, go. Joey's, Joey's picking uh, Alabama year, so. the first game of the season. All right, we'll talk more. We'll touch more on the college football next week. Uh, who does uh, you know? My my uh, Longhorns open up against uh, Maryland at noon on Saturday. Who does the Fighting Irish open up against? Hmm. Oh, your team's facing yeah, Saturday. There, I see. Yeah, I'm here. What's that? Yeah, who's who's Notre Dame up against? 
Mm. Let's see, in my opinion, on who's your team playing this Saturday, what the result's going to be? No, I said – No, I said I, I said Texas is – my team is opening up against Maryland, and I ask you who your Notre Dame Irish are opening up with this week. Oh, let me look it up. It's going to be okay. NCAA – I think it's football season. We're in the SEC. Um, no, the ACC, so we're going to check the ent- – Standing the ACC. Let's see. Here we go. I am going to check the football schedule for this. Let's see. Where you at? Football schedule. F schedule. Future schedules. Here we go. I beat you too. They open up with. They open up versus Temple. Oh yeah. Hmm. On Saturday. That should be an easy blowout win for Notre Dame. So. Yep. <laughs> All right, Joey, we got about uh, – we're almost out of time already, but uh, we'll get to some WU stuff right now. Uh, R-A-W-F in a very, very right. – like I said last week, in a very, very tough – one of my toughest matches to date, I was able to defend my Triple Crown title and uh, ended up finishing number five in the rankings this, this time. And uh, actually, I have a title match right now going on against Mithras, the title machine, uh, trying to capture my fourth ever Midnight Hobo title. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, uh, and I haven't got to my weekly match on Wednesday yet, so I don't know who I am uh, who I am wrestling so far for that. What's what's new with you in RAWF, Joe? Not much, especially. No. Not much. No feuds, no no special feuds or anything going on? Well, feuding with different people, obviously. Yeah. Of course, I'm yeah. known to like, somewhat build storylines and who knows fast yet. Yeah. And uh, also in the world of WU, uh, the last week of the uh, qualifying matches for uh, Russell World Cup going on, um, I think I'm currently you know, floating between like fifth, fourth, fifth, sixth spot for Team Wales. Um, last year, I was I think I went in the third spot, which was a very tough spot. Uh, competition was crazy than there, and uh, seems like competition on Team Wales is a little bit better this year. So I'm liking our chances to at least get to uh, repeat to get to the semifinals and make a title run this year. Are you participating in World in Russell World Cup, Joe? No, I haven't gotten an invitation, but there's always like the near future. I mean, I've been waiting like for over a while for like an invitation, but of course. No, well, you must. They must. They must have missed you out because the qualifying matches are over. So, uh, yeah, I know. You'll, you'll probably have to wait till next year's event. So. Yeah, but hopefully, uh, you know, next week is a uh, dead week for Russell World Cup, so I'm hoping to get Lagrinja Loca uh, to get get uh, him, which we always thought was a her, on the line to give us a little update. Uh, she'll be able to yep. give us the uh, the, gr- the group pairings, and uh, we'll get a little bit of uh, some qual- pre-qual- or pre-match play uh, predictions here. So, uh 
Anything? What, what would you like to plug here on uh, in the world of WU, Joey? Anything? Ooh, I got a very special award to announce. Okay, that was that was, was going to go to next. So uh, go, go ahead with your award here. And uh, for anybody that missed last week's last week, uh, Joey gave the douchebag of the week award. And uh, before I recap on that, this goes out. You are douchebag. a douchebag. That's right. A douchebag. And that went to the one and the one and only Alex Blake. So uh okay, let's hear about this new award here, Jay. <laughs> well let's see. I do have people the tendency of calling me so you know what? I decided I should make a special award for a very special somebody. It's called the Sesame Street Muppet Award. If you heard me on the, well, you haven't heard me very much on the Cruiser's Crypt as of yet, but for quite some time, I've decided that I should call Kindred the Sesame Street Muppets because, well, they're more like the Grover and the Cookie Monster color. People calling them Smurfs. <laughs> no, Sesame Street Muppet may be... It's named after a show, you know, Sesame Street. While they are smart, they do tend to act like a complete dumbass. And I decided <laughs> to do it monthly. I would do it weekly, but there's always going to be the same topic every week. So I'm going to do, since August is almost over with, which is Friday, I decided to give the very first ever... Sesame Street Muppet Award for the month of September to, uh, let's see. I'm going to give it to L.A. I mean, if you think about it, he's, while he's a very good promoter, he's a very good radio show host, he is oblivious by the fact that that group is, like, taking advantage of him. Well, using him, in other words. They're using him because, well, they're going to get back at him for what happened last pay-per-view, not Tropical Aggression, but Philadelphia Freedom. He just doesn't see it. So we decided to give the very first ever uh, Sesame Street Muppet of the Month award for the month of September to you, L.A. Congratulations. No, there you have it, folks. Breaking news here. The monthly monthly new monthly award here by my co host Jerry Leroy and I'm going to you, Lord Amadeus, for uh you and uh apparently Joey believes that the kindred is walking all over you. So uh so congratulations or no congratulations, however you want to take it. And I'm sure uh you know, I know Lord catches the replay of this show, so I'm sure Joey he'll have a nice little uh, rebuttal for you on Saturday night. Looking forward to that. Hmm. All right, Joey, anything else you want to plug here before we're out of time? Right now, I'm also currently promoting Biohazard Invasion, which will start out as an event, and as soon as I get me a new laptop, turn it into like a radio show. And I'm currently opening positions for the 
companies that I own, namely Global International, because that's where it's going to be. So if you have an open company slot, feel free to send me a message, and I will invite you. Back to you. Yeah, I'll have a spot open here this weekend, Joey, so send me one over, and I'll, I'll be glad to join. All right. All right, everybody. I think that's going to do it for us tonight. So, uh, you know, uh, next week, looking ahead to next week, we will, uh, Money Sue will give his uh, Douchebag of the Week award, and uh, we'll have an update on Raw and SmackDown, like always. We'll have an update on week one of college football, and uh, you never know what else we're going to talk about. So, uh, for myself, uh, for Joey Leroy, and for uh, the incredible me who called in tonight. Hey, everybody have a rest of a good week and we'll catch you next we'll catch you next week, guys. Catch you this weekend.